2: Your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What is up, Miami Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Monday, June 14th edition of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need, Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. As I mentioned, I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, and today is apparently Jerome Baker Day on the podcast. Uh, This show, over the course of the past few weeks, has gained more traction in its support of Jerome Baker uh, this is a Jerome Baker fan podcast as far as his contributions to the Dolphins and his long-term forecast. He signed a contract yesterday. He signed a three-year contract extension with the Dolphins worth up to $13 million per season, a grand total of $39 million, with $28.4 million in guaranteed money at the time of the signing. If you think back to when the NFL released their 2022 salary cap ceiling, which is at $208 million, this was two or three weeks ago, on the podcast we went through and we looked at each of the prominent free agents to be for the Dolphins, Will Fuller, Emmanuel Agba, Jerome Baker, and Mike Isecki, and we assessed what we should expect for any of those contract extensions that could materialize based on what the forecast for the salary cap looks like. And sure enough, Jerome Baker is checking in with the sixth highest annual average salary at the linebacker position, stack linebacker position, inside linebacker, or off-ball linebacker, I should say, in the NFL. Uh, This is a contract that is... Accomplishing a couple of things for the Dolphins as far as their team-building approach. It's a continuation of what we saw the team do with Xavier Howard. And I think that's a really important note here because the Dolphins were proactive in getting a deal done with Zavian Howard. And the end result is Zavian Howard, two years in, probably wishes he would have signed his deal later because there's other guys that are now being paid more than him who are not producing to the level of Xavier Howard. The phrase set the market uh, comes to mind, and this is not a set the market scenario for the Dolphins, but this is a let's reward a player who's in our system, who is doing the things that we are asking him to do and producing at a high level, and is an ascending talent, let's take care of him, and show him how important he is to us and our organization, and hope that our goodwill is received with goodwill from him, and knowing that if I held out till after the 2021 season, I might be able to get a little bit more money, but if this is where I want to be, and you wouldn't as an organization are going to treat me right and take care of me, I'm going to continue to put myself out there and lead your team and give everything that I have. And I am willing to receive your contract offers understanding that if I played hardball or I didn't want to sign, I could get the franchise tag and get it all drawn out. But Jerome Baker said on Friday, this is where he wants to be. Jerome Baker said on Friday, he'd like to spend his entire career in Miami. Now, granted, Jerome Baker also told us on Friday uh, that there had been no conversations towards a contract extension. So either The Dolphins read that and heard his comments and decided, hey, let's turbo this weekend and get a contract iron out, or Bake lied to us. And uh, as is the case with Brian Flores, a lot of these Dolphins players keep their conversations in-house, behind closed doors, and I think that respect and understanding of the way that the Dolphins program works is one of the reasons why Bake is now one of the keystone and cornerstone pieces of the Dolphins' immediate future and long-term picture through the 2024 season. There's another way to look at this contract extension for Jerome Baker, and it's, you know, this is an extension. This is not a restructure. This is not a new deal. Baker still playing 2021 on the fourth year of his rookie contract. And Baker, he signed a four-year deal worth Uh, approximately $8 million when he was drafted in the third round by the Dolphins back in 2018. He was set to make $2.4 million this season approximately. He's still going to make $2.4 million approximately this season. Now, his new contract comes into effect for the 2022 season. So the new years on this deal are 2022, 2023, and 2024. But if you add that rookie deal, the Dolphins now have Jerome Baker under contract for four years at $41.4 million. So if you have a hard time adjusting to that $13 million per year on average of quote-unquote new money starting in 2022, understand that Jerome Baker at the time of signing had a year existing on his contract. So the terms, the new terms for Jerome Baker's entire under-contract situation for the Dolphins is four years, $41.4 million, an annual average salary of $10.35 million. And of course, with a reduced salary cap in 2021, it makes all the sense in the world to keep his 2021 cap hit and salary exactly the same and just start the new contract next year. This is salary cap management. This is the Dolphins' understanding. Hey, you draft and develop. Part of draft and develop is you have to retain certain pieces of your own talent. And last week on the show, we talked about how underrated Jerome Baker is as a three-down player because he has been steadily developing and improving in all phases of his game. Baker is very quietly another example of, of this Dolphins regime and their ability to develop talent. Because from the moment Flores and Greer took control of this team, what you heard in that spring of 2019 was how much potential Jerome Baker had. How much they thought he was physically capable of doing. How versatile he could be. How smart he is. You didn't see it in 2019 because Baker was out there amid a linebacker core that was severely undermanned. And it asked Jerome Baker to do a lot of things that weren't within the strengths of what Jerome Baker's physically capable of doing. They revamped the linebacker room, and lo and behold, Baker has a great season. Pass rush. Coverage perspective. Run fits. Jerome Baker said one of the things he's working on this offseason is the run game. And now you add Bernard McKinney to the mix, and Jalen Phillips to the mix as a guy who's playing on the edge, help keep you clean. Bernard McKinney is the guy who's going to play in high-traffic volume situations and keep you out of the A-gaps and let you play in space a little bit more? Hell yeah! If we're anticipating what Jerome Baker's going to play like when you continue to further tinker with and add more better-suited pieces to fit around him, he's going to be in a, a point of emphasis for this defense, and he's explosive and dynamic enough to do it. There's one more... An uh, important note as it pertains to Jerome Baker, and it comes back to the point of setting the market, which I will tell each and every one of you about after we assess the sports betting markets. Thanks to our friends at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all of your favorite sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and UFC. So head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign-up bonuses and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Bet BetOnline, your online sportsbook
2: experts. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: We alluded to setting the market as it pertains to Jerome Baker. uh, Getting out in front, and obviously this is not a market reset. You still have the likes of C.J. Mosley, Bobby Wagner... These guys are really well compensated for their troubles. But Jerome Baker is a part of a linebacker class of 2018 that featured a ton, and I mean a ton, of really, really good linebackers. Some of these players are not really pertinent to the Dolphins, like Roquan Smith of Chicago, who got drafted eighth overall, Tremaine Edmonds, Drafted to the Buffalo Bills, 16th overall. Leighton Van Der Esch, 19th overall. Rashawn Evans, 22nd overall. These guys all have fifth-year options. But if you take inventory on who some of the linebackers are in the rest of this class and some of their accolades, 2018 NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, Darius Leonard, linebacker. Indianapolis Colts, 36th overall selection. You've got Fred Warner. San Francisco 49ers, number 70 overall. Jerome Baker was picked 73rd overall. Those two guys would have, first of all, they're absolutely going to use Jerome Baker's contract as leverage for their own negotiations. But had the Dolphins decided to wait on Jerome Baker and Darius Leonard lands a $15 million per year contract, and the Colts have the money to make that happen. And Fred Warner lands a, he's probably worth $17, $18 million a year contract. He's that good. He's hes arguably the best linebacker in football right now. Fred Warner, San Francisco 49ers. If those two contracts got done before Jerome Baker's deal got done, Jerome Baker and Drew Rosenhaus could then take that to Chris Greer, those contract figures, And show them to Chris Grew and say, hey, look, this is what the market looks like for plus starting linebackers in this cycle. We understand you might not pay us what Fred Warner got, but our expectation is we're going to be in the same section of the stadium. And the Dolphins then have a very difficult situation on their hands where... Other contracts from other productive players at the same position, from the same draft class, from other teams that have long-term money to spend, that's a direct one-to-one comparison. And while you know the finances and situations of each team is, is never an exact one-to-one, that immediate parallel would have made life very difficult for the Dolphins to avoid caving to additional demands and financial implications from the market. So for Miami to get the Baker deal done in front of Darius Leonard and get the Baker deal done in front of Fred Warner, it's a dub. Now, I know there's some fans, I read social media, on the Dolphins Reddit page, all that kind of stuff, so I see that he's overpaid. Give it time. Because again, just like the Xavier Howard contract, that Xavier Howard contract at the time was the number one annual average salary for cornerbacks, and today, two years later, it's way down. And Xavier Howard, in this year, 2021, is outside the top 10 in new cash owed to him this season amongst cornerbacks in football. Get your deals done early if they are a piece of your long-term puzzle. And that's what the Dolphins did. The Dolphins should be applauded. But Jerome Baker, too. You know, I don't want to take it too much of the attention off Baker because he's earned this. His play has absolutely earned this. He's ready to step into a leadership role on this team. We talked about that last week, the spark plug that he is, the energy that he brings to the table. He's an asset. And the Dolphins, in my mind, in my point of view, are very wise to recognize that, identify that, and begin to, to continue that process. Now the second player from the 2018 class to receive an extension behind Jason Sanders. Is Mike Iseki next? Question mark. If he is. And it gets done. And they continue to produce on the field. The 2018 class is going to be a really good one for Chris Greer. Speaking of really good. Bill Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 100% chocolate on all their bars. 10 plus flavors to choose from. These things are high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. Delicious. It's like eating a Three Musketeers or a Snickers. It's not like your typical protein bar. Best of all, Built Bar is easy to eat on the go. So whether you're looking for something running out the door on your way to work, something for at the gym, after the gym, in your nightstand for in the middle of the night, you name it, Built Bar can be it. So visit BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. and save 15% off your next order That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. What's not to like?
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Speaking of what's not to like, to close us down today, I had a chance to speak with Brian Flores on Friday during his press availability at the Dolphins wound down their final voluntary organized team activity slash OTA and had a chance to ask him about one of the more polarizing Miami Dolphins in Noah Igminagani. And more specifically, ask him about the Dolphins' handling of him last season, what that evolution is going to look like for this year, based off some comments that were made by Coach Gerald Alexander. And then I asked specifically for Brian Flores' insight, input and perspective on defensive backs who play on the perimeter versus defensive backs who play on the outside. And Brian Flores did not disappoint. He gave a very, very, very insightful answer that I think is enlightening in a lot of ways. So that's where I want to go now. So I'm going to throw things back to last Friday's press conference, which I had the chance to ask Coach about Noe Bonogany, the nickel position, the challenges of playing inside and defensive back in the NFL. And you can hear what Coach Flores has to say for yourself. Good morning, Coach. Uh, We recently heard from Coach Alexander talking about what awaits Noah Igbenogany this season as he's introduced to some reps inside versus last year's focus, which GA said was on things like technique and transitions. I was hoping, with your personal coaching experience and background, if you could share some insight as to the unique challenges that DBs face when asked to play inside, as compared to on the perimeter.
0: Uh, well, I think, you know, GA was was right, in that he played uh, Noah played pre- predominantly on the perimeter last year. I think that's and that that in itself in this league, um, it's not easy. So it was. Uh, stick him in one position, let him learn the techniques, the fundamentals, feel the speed, feel the uh, you know quickness of the receivers, you know go through the different uh, you know combinations that happen in different coverages. and once you feel more comfortable in in, in that specific role, then um, you know this year obviously we feel like uh, you know he's ready to to move move and, and you know at least take some reps uh, inside. Um, but versatility is is, uh, is important you know, to our team. So, um, you know, we're going to move guys around, um, not just Noah, but really everyone, you know, in that corner room, in the the secondary, really across the board. Um, But as far as what it takes to to, to play inside, I think it's um, obviously speed and quickness and ability to tackle. Um, I think those guys who play the nickel position end up, you know, and run fits a little bit more than guys on the perimeter. So uh, just an understanding of, uh, you know, fronts and what's happening in front of you. Um, more opportunity to to blitz, um, and then just from a coverage standpoint, uh, you know, you don't have the sideline, so they can go inside, they can go outside. Um, so you don't have that as a as an extra defender or 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 a place you can uh, kind of push the, the receiver to. And uh, it's it's tough playing in there. You know, there's a there's a it's not easy. And, you know, from a mental standpoint, there's a lot going on as well. So, uh, you know, as many guys as we can, we can, we can uh, get to play inside and play different roles. I think uh, Nick Needham's grown in that role. Uh, Justin Coleman's played that position, you know, in the past, and uh, Jamal Perry as well. So uh, we're just going to continue to to train guys and uh, help them improve, grow, and I think, you know, a lot of times, if you you can play inside and you've played outside and you understand what's happening as an outside corner to the inside corner, if you have that kind of understanding, you know, when you're making calls and those guys are working together, um, uh, there's a little bit more of a, hey, I know what you're going through, and I've been in that spot, uh, you know, and they can kind of, oftentimes it works a little, well. it, it works better together. So I
1: really appreciated coach's insight as far as the DNA of playing on the inside. And we've kind of pieced together based on what Gerald Alexander said and what we're kind of piecing together, what the Dolphins are planning or presumably planning to doing with Javon Holland, that they're going to give you one thing. And once you prove you've mastered that one thing, then they'll put something else on your plate. And how, and Brian Flores talks a lot about this with a lot of players, how quickly you progress is completely dependent upon how quickly you process and master and digest what's put on your plate, whether that's Tua Tagovailoa in the offense, whether that's Noah Igbenogany and playing outside corner and just understanding route combinations and coverage combinations and response to those and fundamental footwork and transitions and technique. This is how the Dolphins draft and develop. This is how the Dolphins develop their talent. It's everybody is on their own unique individual timeline. And for the dolphins to personalize each, each individual like that, I think is really important because everybody learns differently. Everybody, some people are tangible learners. They learn by doing. Some people are audible learners. They learn by hearing it. Some people are visual learners. They learn by seeing it on a whiteboard. So at any given point throughout the off season, you are afforded more of one of those kinds of learning patterns versus the other. For the Dolphins to say, we are going to hold firm, we are going to do this long term, we're not in a rush, we're going to do it right, and we're going to put you as an individual player in the best position to be successful by not asking you to do things you don't know how to do. You can't get mad at the Dolphins for cutting down the playbook for Tua Tonga while simultaneously applaud the Dolphins for slow playing Noah Igbinagani because it was necessary based on where he was as a football player, as a player at Auburn who only played defense for two years. Now, if you hated both of those moves, I don't know what to tell you. But this is the Dolphins process. You're getting a chance to peek through the keyhole, as Matt Wallman, who's a great personality in the fantasy football community, would say. It's a peek through the keyhole to see the bigger picture from the outside. And that's what the Dolphins are doing. And especially getting some ideologies about the corner position, talking about inside at the slot and the nickel how tough it is and how you have more space to operate with and if you think about what he said he talked about the speed it's it's the the mental speed of the game so for everybody who was clamoring you look like you got a first round corner just play him at the nickel it happens faster inside there's more things to worry about inside there's more things to account for you got to really trust your technique because the receiver can go a full 360 on you Patience is a virtue, and the Dolphins are doing it right. That's not a guarantee that Noah Bonagadi goes on to have NFL success, but it is a guarantee that the Dolphins are doing everything in their power to put him in the best position to be successful. And that's all that you can possibly ask for. And all I can possibly ask for from you is to come on back, see us again tomorrow. It's Power to the Pod, which means it's your show, your questions, your topics, your hot takes, you name it. Tweet at Locked On with a PH, hashtag Power to the Pod, five star review of the show. We're going to dig in. Hopefully, you guys bring the heat. You always do. I expect nothing less. I'm Kyle Krabs. Thanks, as always, for listening to Locked On Dolphins. I hope you guys have a great, great day today. Let's start the week off right. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins.
2: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music.